Many people have, through our lifetime, we can probably testify of let us down, but Jesus never will. We can trust in Him. Trust upon Him, and I'm thankful for that. I want to say a few things this morning before we read the passage we're going to look at. So I'm not going to tell you where we are. Uh, I'll just say a couple of things, and then I'll tell you where we're going to be. And usually we'll stand to reverence God's Word. I'm going to have you stay seated this morning. I just want to kind of roll right into it. Uh, But I want to say this, and I feel it's important before I get going to say, and that is this, Jesus is your answer for everything. Amen. No matter what you're going through, what condition you're in, what questions you have, Jesus is your answer. He's your answer. There's a lot of religions today. I, I don't know how many really uh, there someone may, may know, but there's a lot of religions. Some say thousands, some say millions. I'm not sure. But there's a lot of different religions today. Uh, there's a lot of different beliefs. But I'm confident to tell you the passage we're going to look at this morning One simple passage in God's Word, it's the answer to all of them. It's the answer that will bring clarity to what any individual needs to understand to go to heaven, to realize what it needs and what it means to be uh, part of God's family. And so I want to share that with you. Uh, We're going to be reading out of verse 39 And so in Luke 23, verse 39, we'll read. I want to explain just for a moment before I start reading there the scene that's on hand. This is the crucifixion. Jesus is being crucified. He's paying that sin debt for our sins upon Calvary's cross. And He is on a cross with two thieves on either side. Three crosses. Jesus is in the middle. He has these two men also uh, that are being crucified alongside of Him. And uh, listen, they're the low of the low. These men were murderers, thieves. They were, listen, they were um, not good men. They were being crucified and paying a price for things that they had done. Although Christ had no sin, but He was bearing the sins of us upon the cross. But these men, they were being punished for things they had done. And look at verse 39, what it says. It says, "...in one of the male factors which were hanged railed on Him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us." But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Dost not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man hath done nothing amiss. Then verse 42 says, And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me, when thou comest into thy kingdom, and Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today thou be with me. Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. In paradise. What a passage. What a passage. I guarantee you somebody here today you have heard in your lifetime 
that in order for you to go to heaven, you need to be baptized. This man wasn't baptized. But when he took his last breath, Papa, he woke up with Jesus. Right, amen. Amen. That boy yesterday, tears coming down his face, and I was talking to him. He said, I was baptized one time as a as a kid, but I know now that ain't gonna save me. That's right. That's what this young boy said. Right. This man wasn't baptized, this thief. Listen, he could not. He's nailed to a cross. When he died, he went to be with Jesus. Some of you have heard this. You've got to be a member of a church in order to get to heaven. These are things out here today. You may not have heard that, but they're out there. They're, they're, these things I'm, I'm mentioning are out there. This man wasn't a member of a church. He couldn't have joined a church if he wanted to. He's nailed to the cross. Yet, he went straight from that cross to be with Jesus. Some of you have heard, listen, it, it's, it's all about good deeds. You've got to be good. Your good has to outweigh your bad. The, the, the good deeds that you do, that will get you to heaven. Listen, this man could not have done any good deed. He was nailed to the cross to outdo the bad deeds he had already done that put him on that cross. He could not. He Listen, he himself, he was on there, even an unjust government had put him there because of the life he had lived. And listen, there wasn't one single thing he could do of a good deed at that moment when he was speaking to Jesus. But I'm telling you, he knew in a minute and he did. It happened as soon as he took his last breath. He was with Jesus. Amen. Yes. Whatever religion you want to speak of this morning, it could do this man no good whatsoever. Not at all. He couldn't fulfill requirements. You've got the Mormon church do this, this, and this, hand out so many watchtowers, all the Jehovah's Witness and all that. Listen, he couldn't have done it. They say you've got to do all those things to get to heaven. He couldn't do any of that yet. He went to be with the Lord. Right, amen. Amen. He couldn't receive some sacrament from the priest. There was no little beads to pray and in order to pray those and hang on to and pray over it as the Catholics require for you to get to heaven. Yet the very hour he took that last breath, he was with Jesus forever. Amen? He couldn't be baptized in order to go. Yet, took that last breath, he was with the Lord. Amen? Nothing this man could do to fulfill the requirements of religion was going to be there. Nothing. Yet Jesus says to him, this day thou shalt be with me. Amen? I'm saying this morning on the authority of the Word of God, grace, listen, salvation is by grace through faith. Amen. That's it. Right. By grace through faith. It is the gift of of God, given to all men, all people. It's not earned by works. You can't work your way to heaven. It's not a product of religion that's going to get you there. The only way anyone will go to heaven is by the precious blood of Jesus, through the grace God administered through Him going to a cross, and your faith in Him as your Savior. That's it. He said in John 14, 6, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. 
No man comes to the Father but by me. That settles it, amen. There's a period after that because that's it, period, plain and simple. This man, he had no opportunity to do any of the things religion today tells people they need to do to get to heaven, and yet he ended up in Jesus. Or with Jesus. His only hope was Jesus Christ at this moment. Amen? Jesus was his only hope. But Kevin, Jesus was all he needed. How about that? It was all he needed. It wasn't Jesus plus water. It wasn't Jesus plus beads. It wasn't Jesus plus works. It wasn't Jesus with membership. It was just Jesus. Just Jesus Christ. This man wasn't going to be able to get on his knees and and face the east if some religions say and, and pray. He was nailed to a cross. There was nothing he could do but trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm taking my time with this because this needs to be understood. Today, He is the answer. Amen. All He could do was call on the Lord. He did that and it saved His soul. Praise God. Don't be fooled today. All the religions that are going around, be fooled today by, by, by the things that are out there that say it's this or it's that. Listen, Jesus is the only way to heaven. It's through Him and by Him. Look, we live in a world full of smoke and mirrors. We live in a world where uh, people are, are, they do a great job of explaining their belief and their religion and, and, and it's, it's lies and it's fables. But I'm telling you, what I'm reading to you today, what we're going to look at just for a moment is the answer today. It will be the answer tomorrow. It will be the answer a thousand years from now. If that be the case, He is the answer. Amen. Amen. When this thief did that one thing, Jesus pronounced him the possessor of eternal life. So I have a question for you. What do you have this morning? What do you have this morning? If I were to say, I want you to come up here and share with the people what you're counting on to get to heaven would I get a puzzled book. Would I get an uncomfortable answer as to why you'd have to give your testimony? I know some people are scared of crowds. I understand that. But I'm going to tell you what. There is nothing to be scared of when you tell people what Jesus did for you. If you're Amen. Amen. Why? Because it's not about you. It's all about Him. Amen. If I asked you, how are you going to get to heaven? Would you tell me some other way other than Jesus? Here's what I made very important to those boys yesterday. We, we, I was asking them all kinds of questions and dreams and aspirations and what they were going to do and what they would like to do. And Some of them said a welder, Papa. Uh, some of them said, I wanted to go into service. One boy said, I want to win the lottery. I said, well, he's being real. I mean, you know, all these other boys trying to come up with the preachers asked me, I'm going to give some good answer. That boy said, I want to win the lottery. If I can just wave the wand, I want to win the lottery. And I said, then what? I would relax. And I said, we would relax. Then what? Well, we'd, I, he, they said, I'd have me a big old mansion. I said, well, that's good. 
But then what? And one boy said, we die. I said, exactly. It's appointed man. Who wants to die and after this is judgment? I'm telling you, the only thing that's going to matter one day is what have you done with Jesus? Do you know without a shadow of a doubt that you're going to heaven because of what Jesus has done for you? Well, preacher, I'm a pretty good person. I'm a pretty good person. This guy was far from being a good person. Amen? He was going to die before sunset and the only hope he had was that man beside him hanging on a cross. The only hope he had was calling on Jesus. It was too late to try to be good. Amen? Jesus was his only answer. Now let me say this before we go any further too. There may be family members that you have. There may be friends that you have. There may be co-workers that you have that they're nearing death. Their health is not good. Maybe they have a, an illness and it's not looking good. And truth be told, they could be a terrible person. They've done terrible things. But you know they're getting ready to face eternity and they're not ready. I mean, the preacher was going to have to lie at their funeral. That happens. They're in that bad a shape. Is there any hope? There is if they call on Jesus. It's never too late. Till you take that last breath. Amen. You need. I'm not saying wait to some bedside confession, but I'm telling you what we've got people we know. There are people that listen that right now that we care about and we know, and maybe you're saying that listen that they are in need of salvation. It listen. It is possible for them today to call upon the Lord to save them, brother Jason. It is, even even if death is walking up the driveway to come knock on their door before the sun goes down, if they will by faith, through the grace of God and understanding the Word of God, call upon Him to save them, they will be saved. Amen. 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 I'll never forget how many years ago Bobby's daddy was that brother Mark. Been about a year and a half, it been two years, has it? Brother Barth come to me and said, look, I've got a friend and some of y'all know Bobby's been here and Joe's been here, his, his, uh, his mama and said, listen, his, his daddy's in a bad way. The man's been lived a rough life. Not a nice man. He had cancer. His cancer wasn't a Brother Barth. And said he's not doing good, preacher. They're saying days. I remember we went, man, I prayed the whole way going there. That's not easy with a preacher. You're, I, listen, I've, I've, I've watched them lay there and I've started talking about Jesus. I've watched them have no life in them to open their eyes and when I start talking about Jesus, raise up out of the bed and, and tell me to get out. And we went there and saw Miss Joe and talked to her a little bit and we went in there and I'm telling you what, man, that cancer got in his legs no bigger than that arms. Skin laid on that man. 
But she said he's having a good day. He's awake and he was. Praise God. God was giving him one more chance. And I began to talk to that man and I knew, man, he was rough, a rough individual. And, and there are people, I mean, I mean, listen, that, that had testified to me, Brother Barb, that tried to tell me, listen, I'm telling you what else, all I could do was take that word of God and, and, and we sat there and we talked to him and I was as honest as I could be. And I'm telling you, as soon as him today, I promise, and Brother Barb knows this, that man made up in his mind, today is the day I'm making it right. Amen. Amen. And with every pet, with every bit of strength, he had it took every bit of strength in his body to pray and call to God, but he did. And listen, tears coming down my face. Brother Lord, if I said, You made my day, and I remember he looked up and said, Made mine too. Amen. Yes. I'm telling you, pray. It wasn't but two days later that man slipped off into eternity. But I'm telling you, praise God, it's not too late. Amen. 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 And it meant everything and it mattered everything for him. That whole man's life, all, everything up to that point that day came down to what he was going to do in that little bit of time he had with the little bit of energy and life he had left in his body. Thank God for His grace and His goodness. I'm thankful God sends people our way. I'm thankful the Holy Spirit of God will knock upon hearts. Amen. I'm thankful He didn't give up on me, Brother Pat, when I denied Him and went through my life the years I did and tried to talk myself out of it and said it wasn't that important. I'm thank God He just kept coming after me. Praise God. Amen. The answer to every argument somebody wants to have with you about salvation... The, the answer to every pamphlet of false religion, everything that's doctrinally wrong that has preached today is this thief on the cross. He's the answer. So let's take a close look right here just real quick and we'll be done. We'll go home. Number one, you need to understand something. Looking at this man, number one, this man was dying without hope. Look in verse 39 what it says, and one of the male factors which were hanged Railed on him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. This was the other fella. Listen, they were on a cross being crucified and were going to be dead before sunset. Man. But this thief, he knew how serious his condition was. The one that trusted in the Lord. You know why we're seeing less and less people come to Christ today. It's because you've got too many people that are too busy with everything else in life. Brother Jason, they don't see themselves dying without hope. They're not contemplating death. Well, I'm a pretty good person. I'm religious. I do good for others. doesn't matter. Until you see yourself dying without hope, you will not be born again. That's right, right. Amen. You need to understand that. Until you you have you you saw go back to when you got saved, you saw yourself dying without hope, you took no interest in the Savior. Man, my granddad was a preacher. You know, we went to church, but didn't mean I was saved. And the fact of the matter is this, it took me finally through the power of the God's Word and the Holy Spirit realizing I am without hope and I need a Savior. 
Shame on the church and the preacher that doesn't preach on sin and preach on hell today. Amen. Amen. But we've got big crowds. What good's it going to do? That's right. Well, we're building buildings and we're 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 having this and activities. But what good's it going to do for their souls? Why would anybody seek a Savior if they never saw themselves in need of a Savior? Amen. That's right. Amen. Well, man, if we preach on people's sin and we make them feel uncomfortable, they're not going to come back. Yeah, but listen, if they you don't ever preach on them, they keep coming back, they're not going to be any better off coming back. Amen. Right. I would rather give them the truth one time. Amen. Yeah. And have them hear the truth that can go with them than not tell them yeah. the truth. Man, I don't want to scare anybody away today. You see, every time the Lord, the Lord tests me, every time I got a message like this, we get visitors. Now, if I had me a drop the plow and go message, and just to be our people where I could just have all day to preach, man, it don't ever happen. If we get visitors, like the Lord says, you're going to preach. You're going to give them what they need. Man, I don't want people to come and say, that man's crazy, that church is crazy. Listen, we're not crazy. We love Jesus. Yes. And I'm telling you right now, the most important decision for anybody is this. Right. You better make sure before you leave today, you know you're going to heaven. It's because of Jesus and Amen. Him alone. Amen. Amen. This thief knew he was going to die. He knew no one could help him but the one that was beside him. Amen. And his name was Jesus. Here's the second thing. We're going to move on. He feared God. Not only did he realize, hey, I'm down without hope, but he feared God. Look what he says in verse 40. But the other answering rebuked him. See, the other thief, here's that one thief, he represents so many people today. He's hanging on the cross. Now picture this. Look, I had surgery on my shoulder. I get my arm out of here like that right now. It used to be I was like this. I couldn't raise my But picture this. Here you got, you got the ones going, hey, if you are who you say you are, get us off of here. He wasn't concerned about what Jesus could do for his soul. All he wanted Jesus to do was get him out of the situation he was in. That's right. There's so many people like that today. But the other one is sitting there, he's realizing, listen, I'm dying without hope. And I know one thing, this man ain't nothing like me or the other fellow. And he says, listen, hush up! Hey, hush up! Don't you fear God? The Lord was doing something in that fellow. Amen? Look, we live in a blasphemous generation today. People mock God. Sometimes the only time that word comes out of their mouth is when they get surprised. Oh my! Or they're mad. They don't fear Him. They don't fear Him. People think they can live however they want and, and, and with no fear of God, I'm telling you, it matters. Amen. This thief is looking death right in the eyes. And it came to a very important realization with him. God is to be feared. God is to be feared. Now stay with me here. We live in a limp wristed world today. That's right. Can't upset nobody. Can't say nothing mean. I'm not saying be a jerk. I'm not saying be ugly. I'm not saying ruin your testimony. But I'm telling you, everybody's scared to death to say something that's going to make somebody else feel uncomfortable. Listen, there will never be conversion without conviction. And there will never be conviction without guilt. Amen. 
I'm going to tell you what, Papa, all those years I lived like the devil and went to church, I wish someone would have got up in my grill and got in my face and said, boy, what are you doing with your life? I saw you last weekend. I saw what you was doing with your friends. I saw you buying that alcohol in the store. Hey, I saw you think you are getting away with it, and now you're going to come to church. No fear of God. Right, right. Right, amen. People, everybody's broad-minded. Tolerate, tolerate everything. We're not going to tolerate everything in Old Page Baptist Church. Amen. Jesus, listen, Jesus died for everyone. I know that. But no one's going to make me say that sodomy is right or an alternate lifestyle. Amen. Right. I'm not picking on them. Listen, I'm, I'm te- listen. no one's going to convince me that fornication is just shacking up. It's fornication. Amen. Right. Amen. Now you done cross the line, preacher. I'm just giving the truth. Why? Because people need the truth. Tolerate this. Tolerate that. Ever just love everybody because God is love. He's just a big old Hershey kiss. He's a big marshmallow. Nothing to worry about. He, do, he doesn't care what you do. He does. Amen. That's why He sent His Son to die on the cross for you. That's right. And that there is no greater love than that. I understand that. That is love. But I'm telling you, it came with a price. He's holy. He's righteous. He's pure. He's clean. He's undefiled. Heaven's not going to be filled with all the foolishness we got in churches today. Amen. I'm telling you. Heaven's going to be a pure place. This thief looks around and he says, Look, don't you think it's about time you get scared of God? You're about ready to die. Look, I don't know the future of anybody in here, but ain't none of us promised tomorrow. That's right. You can leave here. It's be the last message you ever heard. It could be it. If you're here today and you're not saved, you need to come to Jesus. We've got people today that are not saved because Joe Osteen told them not to worry about it. Every day's a Friday. Still don't know what that means. I still ain't figured it out. But every day ain't a Friday. And my Fridays ain't no good. My Fridays ain't no better than Mondays. Every day's hard, amen. But you better worry about it, amen. You better be concerned, amen. Listen, the Bible says worry about it. The wages of sin is death. In Revelation, the Bible says, and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever is not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Amen. Is your name been written out of the book of life? Have you received Jesus Christ? Some say, well, death is, is just, hell is just a grave. Really? Well, if that's the case, why did Jesus say, "You better if, if a man has stole, cut off your hand, so you steal no more"? You're better off to 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 uh, you know, you're better off to go to heaven maimed than to what to go to the grave without a arm. If that's it's just a grave, right? Right? It's in there. I know I butchered it, but it's in there. Why would he say cut off your hand and you're better to cut off your hand and go to heaven that way than what go to the grave? If you're just going to the grave. What's it matter, brother Jason? Because that ain't true. That's right. 
Some say, well, death and hell, it's just annihilation. It's not annihilation. Jesus said, hell is a place where the worm dieth not. We looked a few weeks ago about that rich man. Listen, he is still today burning in hell begging for a drop of water. You have emotions. You have feelings. You, you, you have your memories. You can still see, hear. You, listen, it's not a big party. It's, it's not some farce. It's real, amen. God is to be feared. Here's the third thing. This thief knew he deserved it. He knew he deserved what he was going through. Look at verse 40. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Dost not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And then he says, And we indeed justly. He says, Look, we're here because we deserve to be here. For we receive the due reward for our deeds. He says, But this man hath done nothing amiss. Hath done nothing amiss. Here's what happens sometimes you witness to people. Don't judge me. Don't you judge me. Don't you talk bad about me. Listen, don't tell me if I, if I don't repent, I'm going to hell. Listen, don't you. Listen, that, that's the words of a lost person. You know what a saved person will say? Thank God. I have a way out of this. Thank God He saved me as wretched as I was. Amen? Thank God I didn't get what I deserved. We're justly condemned for all of sin to come short of the glory of God. We've all missed the mark. But preacher, I'm part of this family. Well, that's great, but that doesn't get you to heaven. Well, I've done this. That doesn't matter. It doesn't get you to heaven. You don't compare yourself with each other. You compare yourself with God. We've all missed the mark. Amen. People argue, well, but I'm not that bad, preacher. I'm not that bad of a guy. I'm not that bad of a lady. Listen, that's the words of a lost person. That's the that's it. You know who's going to hit the altar at the end of a service like this, or who's going to be like that young man yesterday, with tears coming down his face, saying, "Listen, let all the rest of them go back to their pods, but I'm staying." I'm going to tell you, the one that realizes what they are and what Jesus is. Amen. Amen. Lost person say, well, I don't deserve hell. But a saved person say, listen, I deserved hell and thank God I'm not going because of Jesus. Yes. Amen? Here's the fourth thing. We're going to move on. We'll let it go by. We all pay. <laughs> this man confessed with his mouth that Jesus was without sin. Look at verse 41. It says, We indeed justly, for we receive the due reward for our deeds, but this man hath done nothing amiss. He confessed he was, he was bad, but Jesus was perfect. Amen? That He was unjust, and Jesus was just. That He was unrighteous, and Jesus was righteous. When we look at our life compared to Jesus, guess what begins to happen? We then begin to understand how bad we need a Savior. Amen? Look, people hang out with people that are like them. Right? Amen? I just a good old country boy growing up. Man, I I like southern state hats. I like big trucks jacked up with big tires. I still do. I guess because I'm short. <laughs> I do. I like to hear them glass packs crack and pop, old man. 
I had a Harley Davidson this year's ago. I'd go down by Mary Baldwin and pull that clutch in and crack that throttle and set off every car alarm. Man, <laughs> 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 we thought it was great. I mean, that back going, ain't that terrible? Christy said, I didn't, I didn't. Well, hey, she didn't. Well, what are you saying, preacher? Listen, we hang with people that are like us. What of the part of the reason is? Because that way we feel good about ourselves. Amen. If all we do is compare ourselves with other people, then yeah, we're going to feel good. We can always find somebody worse off than us. Amen. But when you begin to compare yourself with Jesus and the Word of God and what He says about heaven, the more you see Jesus, the more you realize, I need Jesus. Amen. Here's the last thing. Y'all are doing great. Fifth thing. He called on the name of the Lord. Look what it says in verse 42. And He said unto Jesus... What's that next word? Lord. You know some Bibles don't have that? That's why you need to get James Bible. He said what? Lord! Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. There was nothing this man could do but call out to the Lord. I thought about that boy yesterday. He was trembling. And I grabbed his hand. He reached his hand out. And in the prayer, he was just shaking, tears running down his face. He said, Lord. I told him, I said, son, it ain't what you pray. It's that you're praying from your heart. God understands. There was nothing he realized. Listen, he realized there was nothing he could do, Brother Bart, but call him the Lord. You know why we see good results in the jails? Is because you don't have to convince them people they're bad. They're not fooling anybody. Because they're where they are, because they belong there, and they know they deserve it. So half the battle's over. Amen. Right, right. That's right, Brother Jason. And, and listen, there was nothing this man could do but call on the Lord. And do you realize the same Jesus? Listen, listen, the same Jesus that when you in your humble state called out to, the same Jesus heard this man, amen. And the same Jesus that saved your soul is the same Jesus that saved this man. Amen. Take a child. You take a child, a, a, a precious child, and, and they come to that understanding of their need for Jesus in, in their humble way. They call on Him, and, and, and that little child, wherever they are, Jesus hears them and saves them. Amen. When they call on the Lord, Brother Jason, right. and the same Jesus saved this wretched man. Yes. Amen. It's not by works, but it's by grace through faith. Anybody can be saved if they're from the heart call on the Lord. If that thief on the cross can be forgiven of his sins, you can be forgiven of yours. Amen? Look, you can meet Jesus this morning. No matter how far you've gone away or gone down the wrong road. He called on Him from the heart. He believed on Him when He called Him. You know, 
you need to understand something with this before I, I, I end it. He called on Him from the heart. There's a lot of people calling on the Lord today when they get a bad doctor's report. When they get in a pinch. When they're in a situation that they've gotten themselves into they can't get out of, oh yeah, then they'll call on Him. But the Bible says this, that thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thy heart that God hath raised Him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. This thief in his heart had to believe. Amen? And can you think about it, Brother Pat? Just for a moment. This is my message, just for a moment. Can you imagine there, and he's at the end having a hard time breathing because that, that crucifixion would cause him lungs collapse and say weekend. And can you just, it may, it may not look like it right now. And, and for this, this man beside me, it may not be looking good, but he's a whole lot different than me. And I believe he's Lord. And I don't know everything that's going to happen, but I know one thing. I'm trusting in Him. And I'm trusting Him enough to know that, listen, hey, when, when I take my last breath, I know for one thing, the, the death at the end for Him, I may not understand it all, but I know one thing. He is Lord. He is Lord. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, my head. Praise God. Amen. He believed. That's all it took. No baptism, no church membership, no good deeds. There was nothing he could do but repent and believe, and that was enough. Right. Amen. This thief on the cross is the answer to all your questions. The only hope he had was in Jesus, and that was all he needed. The only hope you've got is Jesus. The only hope we've got is Jesus. Amen. Jesus is the only hope for any dying soul. So my question is this morning, I want you to come here. Have you called on Him? Have you called on Him? If you have, that day He gave you eternal life. Praise God. But if you haven't, this day, this day, he can give you eternal life. He'll do it. He'll do it. Whatever you've been told that's different from what you've heard this morning, whatever traditions you've been told to live by, whatever religion has told you that needs to be done, this thief on the cross did none of those things religion calls for. All he did, all he did was all he needed to do. And that was put his faith in Jesus Christ. And he's saved. Amen. We're not trying to scare you at Old Bad Baptist Church. I promise we're not wearing, we're normal. Listen, I've just been saved by the grace of God. If I had time, I'd show you my testimony. Hey, listen. Grew up in this area, all those. Listen, I'm just telling you, Jesus saves. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. You can be a new creature in Christ today if you'll simply do what that thief did.
Let's go ahead and stand to our feet. Heads bowed, eyes closed. The altar is always open. If you need to come, listen. The flesh, the devil, is going to cause you to think, man, what would I do? I'm embarrassed. I can't come. Let me tell you something. A greater place gives your heart to the Lord than a place where people understand what you're doing. Amen. You may be saved this morning. It's just simply you just need to come to this altar and thank God for Calvary. I don't know, but listen, the altar is open. Whatever you feel led of the Lord, you come if you need to. We're going to just give a short period of time, and after that, we'll be dismissed. But Jesus saves. Jesus saves.